Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. This is completely BS. This is shame. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you got your service back if you're an AT&T customer. Uh, nationwide outages today. Uh, including disruption, also knocking out Atlanta's non-emergency 911 and 311 lines. So people were freaking out, Mike. And, you know, listen, maybe for our last call tonight, we'll ask you the, the scariest movie, and I'm not talking about gore. Right. The scariest movie that messed with you, because Mike and I were talking about this Netflix movie that we right. just recently was saw. The end of the World? What the hell was that Some, Something like that. End of Time? I, don't, I, remember, oh, I forget. I, I, it's the name of the house. Because, you know, when you rent a house in our, 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 you know, Airbnb or Verbo, they'll have a name for it. And yes. that was the name of the house that they rent out in Long Island, and all hell breaks loose. It was great. Yeah. Uh, great cast. And so, um, but basically, you know, folks don't, re- uh, yes, what was the name of it? Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. Thank Julia you. Roberts, That's Ethan right. Hawke, and the actor... Uh, uh, Al, oh, Ali. Mar- Marsh, I always screw up the Mahersha Ali was fantastic in everything he does. He is. Oscar winner Mahershala Ali. I, uh, and the reason why that movie plays with your head is, is because they go out and they rent a house and, you know, you want to get away. And then they realize strange things are happening. And then no phone service, no connectivity to right. anything. And they don't know the neighbors. They don't know anybody around there. So now they're trying to, you know, figure it out. The husband at one point, if you've not seen this this uh, on Netflix, he goes, tries to go back into town. And weird things are happening as he's driving. And yeah, you can't get back out from the Hamptons where they're yes, supposed to be. Yes, you know, and right. he's forced to turn around. And he comes back, and his wife's like, what did you find out? And he's like, nothing. And so it just makes you think. But maybe that'll get us to uh, – because today well, was one of those days, Mike. There were people waking up and going, wait a minute, why is my phone not working? And it's funny. we got our, our good buddy Barrett Selly, who used to be with CBS Sports. I believe now he's with uh, Sirius XM. And you know, he goes, look, I'm a big conspiracy theorist. I go, I told him on Twitter, this isn't a conspiracy theorist. This is the world we live in in 2024. Yeah, for real. Whether it's state-sponsored or this was a dry run on something bigger – Right, because they're always probing, and again, this could be some nitwit group that was looking to shake down AT and T or Verizon or whoever. But AT and T obviously bore the brunt of it. It just, it just, 
Yeah, I always say to Carl, because we've seen it, we always joke, we joked around about this, the time there was a gas shortage here in Atlanta. I'm like, society is always hanging on by this thin a thread. Oh, yeah. You know, so this was something that for a lot of folks, as we said. Mike. It just, it was, it was, for some, it was a very strange, strange day. Me, I don't care. I don't want my phone. I don't need my phone. People live with their phone, to your point earlier. I, I but, but let this happen for three, four, five days right. straight. Or take the internet and the phones out. People will freak Correct. out. Okay, there'll be anarchy. Right. I'm just telling you right you now. You just like, send smoke signals to talk to your correct. neighbor. Correct. Four or five hours of our right. phone service, and people know, and, you know, AT&T's like, it's coming back. We're working on it. But just allow this to happen four or five days. I'm telling you right now, people will be weirded out. But, you know, we were just talking about this off the air. You know, you worry about things like the power grid, water source. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be, like, you know, yeah. scary. Oh, my God. You know, but the capabilities there, and from what I've seen on the news over the years, we are pretty much woefully inadequate in our protection for things like this. Yeah. So, and, and the 911 services, too, that's another mm, thing. If, right. if, in fact, you needed it. The SOS feature was available on the, uh, on the AT&T on the phones a- yeah, today. On the uh, right. Apple, right, on the Apple. All right, guys, that's going on. That's the worldly news today because it was here in Atlanta. It was New York. It was Chicago and Southeast others. Miami, too, yeah. So all over the place. But they have apparently restored it, and it's working fine. So if you're one of those AT&T customers, you can fuss at them. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to talk to Patrick Finley with the Chicago Sun-Times. We'll head there here in about 20 minutes to talk more about Justin Fields. Mike, uh, before we get into our NFL Blitz, I said I have identified our next quarterback. I'm, I'm all ears. The bar is all ears. All right. Here at Hooters in Douglasville. J.J. McCarthy. What? What? Now, you're a Michigan fan. You're, <laughs> you're, your passion for the Wolverines. Look, he woke yeah. up all of a sudden. He's like, yes, sir. Our boy, Chris Neal. No, 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 no. You're a Michigan fan. You're, you're too close to it. You're Go way blue. too close to it. Go blue. Um, my J.J. Oh, come on. J.J. <laughs> If J.J. McCarthy was so dynamic, why did Harbaugh hide him in the offense so many times? Um, here's what's crazy. And I'm saying this, guys, because he has been identified by our buddy Daniel Jeremiah. Yep. If we stay at eight, yep. he will be there. He is going to wow people at the combine because he does have uh, unique athleticism. And, Mike, the Falcons stay put, and Daniel Jeremiah is saying, that's your guy. Stay yeah. there. Stay at eight. And that's your guy. Oh. You get your top ten quarterback to grow with, and and I know it doesn't make you feel good. And I do have my reservations as well. But I'm thinking about this, and I I've heard now from three different people, not Daniel Jeremiah, three different people in the NFL who have said JJ McCarthy will be a top right, fifteen. So, pick. so what is he? Everybody's poor man's Josh Allen. I, I don't know. I, I I I listen. I think people have either been fooled, and Michigan fans, to your point, the guy at the bar, he's all in because he's a Michigan fan and they won the national championship. For people who casually watch Michigan, there were no wow moments. There were not enough wow moments. He drops a throw in over the shoulder. I think it was the Ohio State game that was pretty impressive. But i got to be honest, he throws a pick. First play from – was it the first or second play from scrimmage? Yep. In the semifinal against Alabama. Then Alabama, of course, went backwards and couldn't finish that. You could have knocked Michigan out in the first half of that football game very easily. I'm not sold on McCarthy. Now, some Michigan fans or football fans would say, look, Jim Harbaugh's job is to win a national championship, not to advance J.J. McCarthy's pro chances, much like Josh McDaniels with the Patriots in their prime. Some days you run the football, some days you throw the football. But I just felt he was too conspicuous in how they didn't use him in the passing game so many games, including that Big Ten championship where Florida State actually averaged more yards per pass to NC State than Michigan did. Think about that. Caleb Williams, Drake May. Jaden Daniels, the fourth quarterback taken in the first round, will be J.J. McCarthy. It, it will not be Bo Nix. Right. 
All right. And and, and, this is and it won't be Michael Penix. You don't feel there's some kind of big development at the, at the combine. Hey, maybe maybe somebody hides some Peruvian flake in JJ McCarthy's carry-on. <laughs> or a loaded 44. <laughs> Somebody's gonna hook Falcon him up. Falcon fans, we can really help. If, if you're not in the market well, for JJ McCarthy. Well, the thing about this is we are high on Penix, but it doesn't seem like teams mm-hmm. are. Guys, right now he's outside of the top fifteen. No, and he I mean, may slip to the second round. Mike. I mean, guys always say to me on you know Twitter. I get it. We all do these mock drafts. Well, Carl doesn't because he's got a life. I do these mock drafts. But it's the idea that, well, we'll just go get our edge rusher or corner and we'll go get Penix in the second round. No guarantee because Penix, you know, there's a lot of mock drafts where Penix, and by the way, the guys who told me back during the semifinal against uh, Texas, Penix will be there in the second round. I said, no, this guy's going to be a first rounder because somebody's going to fall in love with him. That still has to happen at the combine. It does. But if he does fall to the second round, that'd be compelling for a number of teams, including us, if we don't do quarterback in the first. Yeah. Um, but still risk involved. Or maybe you trade up and you feel you find a partner. Your, your thoughts on J.J. McCarthy. That's Oof. with the Falcons staying at eight. All right. 404 Can we be 100 here? Yeah. Can we keep it real? Keep it real. I just, I've been a Falcon fan since 98. I just think in this city, we'd be better off to find, and no, I, I know this should not matter, but it does. I think a black quarterback plays better in this city for fan involvement, for fan interest, a dual threat, a guy, because everybody, fair or unfair, right or wrong, and it certainly wasn't fair to Matt Ryan, so much of our fan base wants another Mike Vick or somebody who looks like Mike Vick or has some of the skill set of Mike Vick. And that's, I'll just be straight with you. And that's, I just feel anything else is never going to win. Okay. I mean, there's a world we want and there's a world we live in, right? Um, well, I just feel like ultimately with where we've been, we got to win. And whatever this guy looks like, I am not ultimately concerned with it. I understand what you're saying, and I'm Mike, not, and and I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with and what you're way, saying. And by the way, just real quick before you finish, Mike did not win us anything. No, he took us farther than any, any at the time, but still, no back-to-back winning seasons. And then later on, obviously, the focus wasn't there. So for guys that were caught up in it, and I'm not saying because he's you, not you, the best quarterback in he, franchise he's history. He's not the best. Matt Ryan is clearly by any metric the best we ever had. But for you know for for some reasons he just never gets the love because Mike was so electrifying and brought so many fans to become Falcon fans for the first time. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it's fair. Uh and and I have no issues having this conversation. I mean, some people want to run away with it. The way you started that statement was it shouldn't matter but it does. That's America. It shouldn't right. matter, but it does. It, exactly. And right. and you don't want to talk about it, but we need to. So I have no issues having this conversation. I don't disagree with anything you're saying about the involvement um, as far as fans and, and, and the want and the African-American percentages in this city when you talk about Atlanta and its background, right. lives here, right? And the, supports the, the, and supports the society. The Absolutely. Right. I get that. But I also think there's an element here where do we really give a damn as long as we're able to win? And part of this is winning with flair. That's that's what we're talking right. about. Because Mike didn't win. He, he we never won a championship. We didn't win in it. You know all the things he right. did win a playoff game in Green Bay. I get it. But ultimately we didn't win the big prize. But it's winning with flair. That's what you're talking about. Right. So for me, I don't care what he looks like. But we can do that. Let's get the best guy to do that and win with some pizzazz. Right. That helps people buy in, Mike. Look, guys, if Luka Doncic came here. And we love him. That's the thing. We love him. And at the time, you and I were saying, man, we're going to have a hard time selling this to the fan base. We love him. You know, and because and he can play. A guy going for 70 in our building? 
Come on. I mean, it's yeah. not a knock on Trey. I'm just saying it's a different skill set. No, a, bigger, a bigger man can create a shot. A smaller man just can't. That's physics in the NBA. But, I mean, Luke, but I, so, I, so, But that's what I'm saying. Right. At the end of the day. Just get the job done. Yes. If, it, look, if, if J.J. McCarthy's the next Josh Allen, then, yeah, giddy up. I'm down with it. I just Right now, though, I just like Jaden Daniels because I saw him play a couple times in person. I love the cannon for the arm and the elite speed. Now, he will not. You know, he's got to pick his spots like RG3 yeah. and other guys. Yeah. As far as, but he is bigger than some of those guys, too. He's physically bigger than some of the guys. Height-wise, I here's where I'm at, guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We'll get to an NFL blitz here in one second. I don't want to limit our ability to go after any of these guys, mm. and I don't think there's the, the general manager here in Terry Fontenot, who's our first African American general manager. Raheem Morris is the first full-time hire as a head coach, not an interim coach. Right. But I don't. Th- I'm telling you right now, they're not going into this and going. We need a black quarterback. They're going into this and saying, "Who's the best guy that's going to help us win?" And whatever that guy looks like is what they're going to try to bring in here. And oh, by the way, if he happens to be a black quarterback, so be it. Right. But that, Mike, you cannot limit yourself and in going into this process and saying that when you have so many prospects out there and you're looking at all of this information, give me the best dude. Now, again, getting back to whatever this guy's going to be, I just want him to be a winner. I look at uh, Jaden Daniels. LSU's defense was non-freaking-existent. True. This guy had to, at times, put this team on his back. Got through for 40 touchdowns and four picks in the SEC. I mean, to me, that trumps anything that J.J. McCarthy did. I mean, against a better, a better defense, is better athletes, better competition. Now, the selling point is he's got a guy named Harbaugh in his corner who's going to tell all these execs and coaches when they call him how good the kid is, what a leader he is, and he's a winner. And a guy just hit me up, Dwayne, goes, J.J. McCarthy is Colt McCoy 2.0. I don't know. I don't know if he is. All I'm telling you is a lot of draft pundits have him linked to us. And that is interesting to me. Mm. And I'm telling you, I've talked to three different people now. We're not even at the combine. And they're like, McCarthy is the fourth quarterback in this first round. It is not Bo Nix. It is not going to be Michael Penix. And if that's the case, that means he's going to be there when we pick. Right. Unless, of course, we're going to do the free agent route or we're going to make a trade. Whether you guys – it's funny because Russell Wilson is so polarizing. Guys are just treating him like – they really – like Russell Wilson, you think this is Urkel. You really think that, like, Russell Wilson, the way some guys refer to him, it's just like he's too square. We, who we had? We had Albright on Albright, yesterday from KOA. Albright, yeah. And he was like, Benjamin was like, oh, man. He's like, what's it? What's he said, uh, po- uh, toxic positivity. You know, down four touchdowns. Come on, guys. Let's go get him. Like, what, what game are you watching? We can still win this <laughs> but thing. The dude that I still think, you know, number one, don't want Kirk Cousins, the money and, and, the, and the injury. Russell is compelling because you're kind of splitting the difference. And then I know you've been banging the drum for Justin Fields because it seems like if you can just tweak it. But as a lot of guys have said, you've had three years and the development, Josh, Josh uh, Allen really popped in his third year. And, and unfortunately, Fields pops at times. Yeah, what did, the, what, did, what did he do, though, Mike, to your credit when you said this? Uh, NFL Blitz is brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times is on the way. What did you say about... Brian Dable leaving Josh Allen. I just what felt, did he do? Right. I think he was the guy that simplified or made things work for him. I agree. And then when they went to Dorsey, Dorsey couldn't make it work. Then they bring in Ben. Uh, it was a big, uh, the LSU uh, uh, former quarterbacks coach. But anyway, he ultimately gets the and job. He gets yes. the job done. I just felt that you know Josh, Joe Brady, Joe Brady, and Josh still makes. Thanks, man. Josh still makes dumb mistakes. And at point, look look at that last few possessions in the playoff game against the Chiefs. 
He was terrible. Well, Mike, he reverted he, back to some things that you thought he was out away, gotten away from. Because he feels like his athleticism can conquer right. all things, and that is where he gets in trouble. Right. But, 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 but not his fault that Stephon Diggs can't make a no, big-time catch. No, 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 that was a beautiful throw right. that he should have caught. But I get back to stability. Stability. When he had Brian Dable in the building and when Brady came in and simplified things, yes, their offense got better. But I also think that can be said about Justin. And what's funny to me is Cats now on Twitter. It's funny. It's Twitter, not X. I uh, Guys are like, yo, Dukes, I'll take Fields over, over J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Is that how you feel? It's not white boy day. <laughs> Must not be white boy day. Give me no. Fields, man. I ain't wanting McCarthy at all. I oh, just, okay. I just right. said this on Pro Football Talk. Some scouts feel that Drake may be, may be too skinny. Let's hope so. Uh, and they're feeling that uh, J.J. McCarthy, uh, they, they say that uh, perhaps that, uh, you know, this is a dude that, you know, he may have to work on some of his drawing. So if you ever, they're going to pick these guys apart next week. Yes, they are. Combine is yes, next weekend. And I think if you're a Falcon fan, just DVR. Because, again, you don't watch all that nonsense. But when if these guys are all – see, I'm just curious. Who's going to step up and show they're the man? as opposed to waiting to their pro day to do all those things that they want to see at the combine. I'm with you. By the way, do you want any part of Brian Burns? Panthers expected to use the franchise tag. Does not mean that Burns will be back there, Mike. Reportedly, uh, average annual value of $30 million a season. Look, that's what he wanted last year. So with interest, I'm sorry, with the cost of living increase, got to be more than that. I want Danielle Hunter. Danielle Hunter's the guy. If you're going to go for it, go for the gusto. You're going to have to spend a big, big contract. It's going to be Bosa-like money. And I think he's good enough. I do. I think he's really good. All right, coming up, we're going to head to Chicago. Patrick Finley's going to fill us in on what he thought about the Bears' tenure uh, as of late. He's still there. I mean, he's not traded yet. We're talking about Justin Fields. And also <laughs> and also, uh, his opinions on the right. Bears' situation because they've had a, a, an open right. door there. We'll get his thoughts. Patrick Finley's next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're in Douglasville, guys. Hooters location tonight uh, will be a pageant. Actually, it's the regional pageant, Mike. Uh, for, That's right. For Hooters, uh, lovely ladies from all around the state. Yes. Representing their Hooters and uh, the stage here. I say stage, but the walkway is already built out. They've added an extra 10 feet to the stage built out from last year, Carl. Have they really? Yes. Wow. Well, I'm excited to see what, what this is going to look like tonight. So there's a lot more runway. Yes, there is. Yes, and that's good. No, I was talking to one of the bartenders who said, yeah, there's, let's see right there. It ended here last year. Now there's even more. Oh, you're right. It did. Yeah, I've kind of forgot. Uh, last year this time we were here, right. for those of you who don't remember, and, and Mike and I, uh, Hooters is a great client, and we would get a chance to do a lot of this stuff for them, and uh, we help out when we can. But we're out here broadcasting live today until 7, and then after the, uh, we get done, this thing will, will pop off tonight. And, again, don't want to promise you front row seats because right. if you're coming out, but there are reserved right. tables here that uh, will be reserved for yeah. family, friends, and uh, the folks that are going to come some out. some SRO, some standing room only. Uh, thanks to uh, Sultan, our man, Sidney Richardson. We were, the reason we were laughing going into commercial break, he hit us just as we punched us up on both our computers on our Twitter to put him up, C. Dukes and Mike Bell ATL, and he had a video of Ric Flair in his prime time in the 80s going, maybe if you bring J.J. McCarthy and Ric Flair could give him some basic swag 101 to win over some of the fans here in Atlanta. <laughs> well, well, listen. Uh... I spent more money <laughs> on spilled liquor. It is about swag. It, it, it is. I mean, you know what? Patrick Mahomes has it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he's good, but he's got swag. He's right. got the it factor. And there are guys that have come through. Joe Montana had it. 
Mike. I mean, right. Brady, for as much as we hate him, had it. it. Right. It, it, it doesn't matter what you look like. It is about the swag, ultimately, and it's about whether you win or not. And how you win does matter in some cities. In other cities, it doesn't. Here it does. Let's right. just be honest. It does. It's why when Trey pulls up from, you know, the logo and he's on fire, we're going crazy. There's, right. a, there's, a, there's something to that. I think, you know, winning and losing costs more than your house. <laughs> <laughs> but people want, you know, they want the style points. And again, I, I like, I get it. We we totally covered this last uh, break before the commercial about, yes, I want results. Falcon fans don't care how we get there. And if JJ McCarthy leads us to the promised land, we'll laugh about how guys didn't want JJ McCarthy here. But it's just, the, this is the that, that's what makes this such a compelling time. These next two months, it is the greatest crapshoot. In sports, no one, fo- with all due respect to Major League Baseball, nobody focuses on Major League Baseball's draft. No. You know, if you're a hardcore baseball guy, you'll know some of those prospects. The NBA, you, you used to know the first 20 picks. Now you're lucky if you know three, right, in the first round. But, but this is the one thing everyone knows these guys because they saw their they saw their three years or four years in college. So everybody's got their guy. And everybody's got their version of what they think is going to translate to the NFL. No doubt about it. We are going to get a chance to talk to Patrick Finley, Chicago Sun-Times, get some more info on the field situation uh, as we continue to cover that. Yeah, man, no man. Big O will have that for us here in about 25 minutes. His turtle is off today. It's Dukes and Bell. Let's head to Chicago and talk to our man, Patrick Finley, because, Patrick, first and foremost, you know here this is all anybody's talking about, especially after Justin unfollowed the Bears on Insta. He went on the uh, St. Brothers or St. Brown brother's podcast to explain why but i want to get your thoughts on what he was or has been in chicago we know the inconsistent stuff has been there is it more justin is it the coaching i mean what what was your take on what he's been able to do there so far patrick all right, we'll grab him in just a second. He is on the line. He, I think he can hear us, but we can't hear him. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, uh, as we try to get some more info here. And it's funny, man, because you start bringing up some of these guys in the draft, and guys are like, I don't want any of these guys. I'd rather take a vet. I'd rather take a guy that's proven right. or at least has played in the NFL. I mean, A the, lot of people right. feel that way. Of all the guys that we've covered, we talk, talk about everybody, Kirk Cousins, I, I don't get you jammed up on his playoff record because I think the same things we said yesterday can be said about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was the same guy in Detroit, goes one to LA, yeah. boom. And then, you know, but but Cousins certainly, look, the 30 touchdowns the last two seasons puts us in the playoffs both years, maybe beating Tom Brady the other year. But we need somebody with some experience. The, the thing with Fields is it's kind of like splitting the difference, you know, between experience, and that, but there still needs to be some tweaking to get him to that next level. Yeah. And, and by the way, if he had wowed – the way that many of you want him to, we wouldn't be having yeah, this discussion. Be on the block. We wouldn't be right. having this discussion, even with the first overall pick. Uh, let's talk to Patrick here. Patrick, I was just asking about Fields and what he was able to accomplish there in, in you know Chicago. Was it lack of coaching? Was it the turnover with the coaching staff? How much of this is on him in the inconsistencies that we've seen? Well, he walked into a weird situation in that uh, the Bears drafted him in the first round and then decided Andy Dalton was going to be the quarterback to start the season, Justin took over a couple of years ago, four or five games in. Uh, Matt Nagy then gets fired, so you've got a new co- or new general manager, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. That's a bad situation for anybody. But, you know, I think Justin would be the first to tell you that he needed to be better as well. Uh, they were, uh, you know, the, the Bears never quite clicked in the passing game. In the run game, uh, I, you know, last two years, they're probably the best running team in football, both with their running backs and with Justin, who did – some pretty amazing things with the ball in his hand. 
but you need to be able to throw consistently in this league. You need to be able to complete passes when everybody in the stadium knows you're passing. And the Bears mm-hmm. never really got to that point. Now, whether it was the coaches or him, that's a really interesting question because the league seems to have spoken. The Raiders hired Justin's offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, after the Bears fired him, and the Saints hired Justin's quarterback's coach, Andrew Ginocco, after the Bears fired him. So the league seems to have voted that uh, Justin was more of the problem than the coaches were. And uh, it would be really interesting to see wherever Justin ends up, whether he can prove him wrong. And that's the thing, guys, is Patrick Finley joins us from the Sun-Times in Chi-Town here on the WadeFord.com hotline. When when he called out Getze, uh, we were here going, wow, it just seems like Getze's resume, he'd never been an OC before he went to Chicago in the NFL mm-hmm. at, at the pro level. So as a, as a guy that covers the Bears every day, was, was the offense playing to his skill set or not? I don't think it was playing completely to Justin's skill set, but I, I, I do think that at some point, uh, Justin needed to probably earn a little bit more trust uh, when it comes to throwing the ball. He, he improved last year, uh, but, you know, you're looking at Luke Getzi's first year. Justin's got a pretty awful set of receivers around him uh, and a pretty bad football team, so it's not all yes. on him. But, but he right. never really uh, was a, the kind of elite passer that you should build an offense uh, around. Now, when, when they switched midway through uh, Justin's second season, when they switched to an offense that allowed Justin to run the football uh, on design quarterback runs. Uh, they did that on Monday Night Football two years ago in New England. Now, boy, that took off, and that's something that, that, that I think you can make a lot of hay out of uh, if you were willing to live with, you know, the fact that, you know, the passing element there just isn't exactly what you need. Um, when you talk about the respect in the locker room, did he garner that from his teammates? Did, did, there was never an issue with teammates and Justin in that locker room, was there? No, absolute respect, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, I'll tell you myself. I, I, I think the world of him is is a guy. I think that, you know, work ethic has never been a question. Want to has never been a question. Love for the game has never been a question. Uh, this is a guy who, from a straight personality standpoint, you would love to be the centerpiece of your team because it would rub off on everyone else. And, uh, you know, I, I think Justin does all the right things and i think in a market like chicago when everybody in the the city has been looking at him since day one i think it's really hard to maneuver your way through there with you know only minimal slip-ups he's had a couple of slip-ups but nothing too crazy uh so i commend him big time for the way he's handled himself and and for the respect that he has uh, in the building here that is not an issue one iota and wherever he ends up i think we'll be thrilled uh to get to know him as a guy and, and to see the way he works if he lands in Atlanta, and right now it seems like we're the lead dog on this one or because, you know, the Steelers don't seem to be moving on right now. They're going to give one more year to pick it. Do you think with a an, – again, I know it's a hypothetical, but an OC from the Rams and some pretty good skill sets uh, talent-wise here, do you think he could be successful here? I do. I, I think he will – I think his best year is ahead of him. And, you know, I think it's probably this upcoming season. I think the question that you have to ask, though, is – you know, just how good will that passing element get to be good mm. enough? And, you know, remember, he's entering the fourth year of his deal. You can always give him that fifth-year uh, option and, and pick that up. But at some point, you got to decide whether or not you're going to pay him. And, you know, for me, you know, a big part of the reason why I believe the Bears are going to end up trading him is because he, would, he has a long way to go, I think, before I would be willing to pay him the way Jalen Hurts got paid, for example. Mm. And... Uh, you know, is he going to show that in the next year? I, I, I don't know. Um, now, I think he'll be more successful than he was 
with the Bears. You know, the Bears have a hundred years of quarterback garbage <laughs> that that every yeah. quarterback who comes in here has to has to inherit and has to and they kind of have to wear it and and they have to carry that burden with them and that stinks and that's hard. So I think he'll be better once he goes somewhere else. I just wonder whether. Uh, the passing element will be good enough to justify having to invest a lot of money in him pretty soon. We're talking with Patrick Finley, Chicago Sun-Times, bringing you more information on the potential moves that might be made by the Falcons. Let's talk about the Bears real quick. You talk about Justin being traded, and I agree. I think he will be. But uh, is Caleb Williams hands down the guy that they're taking, as you know right now, number one, heading into the combine next week? I don't think there's any if – you're, if you're just looking at film, I think absolutely. Uh, one of the things that Ryan Pulse, general manager, talked about after the season was that, you know, boy, he was going to spend a lot of time trying to get to know these guys off the field, what makes them tick. I mean, keep in mind, at this time last year, you guys know this being in the state you're in, you know, the number one draft pick at this time last year <laughs> did not end up going number one um, because, you know, uh, of a lot of things, and, and some of it was – people doing their homework on what was going on off the field. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that Caleb has any skeleton like that in his closet, but, uh, you know, the Bears, you know, are exploring and making sure that they're comfortable with everything that comes with drafting Caleb Williams. And that includes him being off the field and, and him being, you know, he's one of the great NIL, maybe the first NIL superstar, you know, the kind of guy who's got the kind of money to go to Formula One races and stuff like that. Right. So, you know, that's going to require some research. That's going to require some homework. But, you know, I believe you know, I believe Caleb Williams is uh, by far, the, you know, their choice right. over the other guys at this point right now, a week before the conference. It is uh, Patrick Finley, guys, with us from the Chicago Sun-Times. We're getting the, the lowdown on fields and what's going on up in Chicago here on Dukes and Bell. Here's the thing. We figured if there was other, another team involved, and now it looks like the Steelers – aren't so the leverage the bears would have maybe goes away a little bit can we get fields hypothetically for a second rounder yeah i mean i, I think that that's about what the price is going to be um you know i, I don't know I, I can't imagine anybody giving up a, a a first round pick for him unless you're at the very bottom of the first round and, and you know the truth is mm. you guys know this the really good teams drafted at the end of the first round uh, the reason they're really good is they don't need a quarterback they're fine right. so yeah right. i think a second round pick Makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if there was, you know, uh, if it went, you know, is it a two and maybe a future for a year, you know, sometimes two years or something silly like that. But I think a two should get it done, uh, especially where the Falcons are drafting. That's, that's a pretty good draft. Pick. And remember, guys, the Bears don't have a second round pick this year. They traded it for Montez Sweat in the middle of last season, and that turned out to be a pretty good deal for them. Uh, he really uh, came into his own even more, wound up leading both the Bears and the Commanders in sacks, which nobody's ever done before. Um, so uh, they could really use a pick uh, after, somewhere after number nine and before the third round, because as we sit here right now, they've got zero. Okay, so let's assume they go Caleb one. What do they do with nine? Well, they need three. Uh, they, they have three pretty serious areas of need. They need a second receiver to go alongside D.J. Moore. They could use a left tackle to take the place of Braxton Jones. And they could use a defensive end to put opposite Montez Sweat. I think uh, the order of importance is probably the way I laid it out there, receiver, then O-line, then D-line. So, you know, you're sitting there. If, you know, I'm sure the, the Bears are hoping that there's a run on quarterbacks early. I mean, maybe if J.J. McCarthy goes – 
you know, pretty high. You know, is right. there any chance he can go ahead of the Bears pick? If so, then they're bound to have options. And those options could be, you know, Alt or uh, Olu Fashanu uh, at left tackle. Uh, those options could be uh, Rome, the, the Washington receiver, uh, I, I think would make a ton of sense. Uh, for them at number nine, you know, and they could also look at the UCLA edge rusher if they're comfortable with his medicals there. Uh, you know, uh, they're going to be in a pretty good position there. You know, we laughed here in that, you know, it's, you know, the Caleb Williams number one thing seems to have swallowed the city whole. Uh, but boy, that number nine pick is a pretty good pick. <laughs> and in yes. most years, uh, that would that would give uh, Chicago Bears fans plenty to talk about during the offseason, uh, you know, if they just had that. But to have that it, right now, it almost feels like an afterthought. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times giving us a breakdown on the Bears fields and more. Just real quick, you mentioned Montez Sweat. We really wanted him here, but you guys had obviously more to offer pick-wise. Mm-hmm. What about Yannick Nguakwe? He'll be a free agent. We need, we always need edge rush here in Atlanta. Has he got something left in the tank? That's a good question. Uh, you know, his numbers this year uh, kind of fell off a cliff. When the Bears signed him during training camp last year, the big argument was that for him was that he'd been super consistent everywhere he'd been, even though he'd been a lot of places. Uh, his, his stats just kind of didn't live up to that. Uh, you know, I, I think as a situational pass rusher, I think he makes sense. I think he was a lot better once Montez Sweat gets here. Funny how that works. Um, and, uh, you know, he, I think he's a, he'd be a nice piece there, but I, I wouldn't put uh, too much ex- expectations on it. Ted. Gotcha. How was, last thing, how was Justin's offensive line the last three years in Chicago, and how much did that play a role into his play, in your opinion? Um, it was better last year, but it was pretty bad in his first two seasons. And, and you know, you can look at some of those stats where he, you know, uh, where he spends a lot of time with the ball in his hand, and, and that's because of his athleticism. Uh, and, you know, some of those stats are really misleading, saying that he's got a ton of time to pass, and he really doesn't. He's just so good at getting away from people. But, you know, there is a question, and, you know, and this propped up early uh, this past season. He got better at it, um, and, and he needs to keep getting better. But there was a question of him holding the ball too long. Uh, you know, we saw that early last season, and, and yeah. he seemed to figure it out as time went on. But that's something I, I keep an eye on for sure. That is a bugaboo of his that needs to get set. Patrick, man, great job. Love reading your stuff, Chicago Sun-Times. Curious to see what the Bears do at the top of this draft and also what happens with Justin Fields, who could be here in Atlanta. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We've got tickets to uh, go check out Chris Tucker uh, for you at 404-726-0929. Caller number 10 is going to win Chris Tucker tickets. The legendary tour is going on at the Fox. We're giving you a pair uh, right now on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, Yeah Man, No Man's next. If it's high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Coming up, he wants to be the voice of change. We're going to tell you all about that at 4 o'clock as we talk some college football. But right now, Big O is in for Turtle, who is out today. He's actually going to be on when we get done at 7 o'clock. And, Orn, what is happening today, man? It's a beautiful day here in Atlanta, guys. Enjoying everything. And, yeah, yeah. it's a quality, well, quality Unless you had day. AT&T quality service. Sent you guys a no, fun I... video last night of my, my little man. <laughs> and uh, apparently now he thinks that every word he can say is dada. So when mama says say mama, he says dada instead, which uh, I love. <laughs> mama not so much. So, yes. That's nice. Great. No, listen, it's it's a good feeling. And, and that tells her who he loves more. There Go ahead. Go. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely, gentlemen. Um. 
bit of breaking, no, not breaking news, excuse me, but news broke last night of the EA Sports college football game and the agreement that has been made by EA Sports with the players. I want to get your take on this right now. So players can choose to opt in to the video game if they want. And if they choose to opt in, their name, image, and likeness will be used. They will be paid $600. This whole thing started with Ed O'Bannon, right? Name, it, image, likeness. It did. It did. It did. Uh, most, not one just of the most that, popular guys. video games for men, 18 to 34, and it, 600 it, bucks. It is a great game, and I am going to play it, and I feel bad for the players who are only getting 600 Oh, no, 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 no. They also oh. get a copy of the video game. Oh, retail at well, $70. of course they do. A $679 value. You know, so this is the thing, Oren, that, you know, had, you know, the NCAA probably just gotten their head out of their tuchus, this would have been one of the things players would have gotten. And you'd have been thankful for it, Carl, back in 99 or 2000. And that's would have been. And then maybe, just maybe, we'll find a way to get you a half a percentage of the TV money and everyone gets fifty, maybe $50,000, I don't know, per three players. In three ways, not what we're even remotely close to where we are today. I mean, this seems to me like sh- jump change. And if I was a player, I wouldn't even do it. Oh. I would say you can't use my name and you can't do it. Or oh, you can opt out. Or yeah. is this forever? I am the starting quarterback at Georgia. I'm Carson Beck. Right. And five years from now, Carson Beck's still going to be on the game if he opts in. Right. And if I want to play with him, is that how do you, is that how they're describing how this is going to work? That's Obviously, it. it's going to change every year. But if I opt in, I'm on the game every year. Yes. Uh, they will be uh, featured in future featured in future editions of the series throughout the remainder of their collegiate careers. And will be paid on an annual basis for their participation, although okay. they so have the ability to opt out. If they right. no longer want to be included, so a residual will be in effect. There well, you know. he's saying through their career, obviously, so not after. Okay, yeah. So this is your your five year period or whatever. You can yeah. opt in and make this money. Seems like chump change for guys. We print money. That game. People have been waiting a decade now for this game to come back out. Mike, it's a huge game. Um, it, 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 I'm not going to tell you it's Madden, but it may be close when you talk about mm. college football fans because you can play with your team. You can play, you know, different different right. versions. Um, that is that just does that sounds like a small amount. I'm going to say no, man. I I, I probably opt out as well. Six hundred dollars. A lot of these guys do. Well, you guys do realize a lot of these guys are making that 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 now is walk around money in yeah. nil. Well, you're making six figures in high, some yes. cases of push, pushing seven. So you're making that in basically less than an hour. You know, so yeah, it does. It seems a bit thin. I'm a, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm a little disappointed. And uh, after all, this, the, the last time that EA Sports really had the game I loved, remember the one where you could uh, take the uh, the Heisman Trophy winner or take the elite player and switch quarterbacks? Sure. So you could have like RG. Remember the commercial? I joked around with you last week about mm-hmm. the Les Miles commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, that's weak. That's very much weak sauce based on what these guys are getting on the street. Do you think they're banking on the fact maybe that there's still a kind of coolness factor associated with the game where I like it's 600 bucks, but you'll get to see your name in a video game. Like you think EA maybe that these kids will kind of agree to that because they can, you know, I can go in there and I can play a team with myself. Market it. Right. Yeah. Listen, the the problem that they're running into is like there are, there are guys who are going to be on this game whose value is more than $600, but across the board, you got to pay everybody the same, or at least that's how they're approaching this. Right. But like, for example, 
if I'm Caleb Williams and I want a Heisman and I'm on this game, Mike, I'm asking for more money than $600. So, right. you know, I, that's why they're giving you the option to opt in. But they, they've come up with this, this round number for everybody when we know right. there are some players who should command more. But, yeah, there's a coolness factor to saying, right. turn the game on, I'm on there, or I mean, you can play with me. you got backup wide receivers driving BMW. $600? It's Come nothing. On. It's right. nothing. Yeah. I mean, this chump change. I, mean, yeah, I saw the 600 mm. bucks, and I was like, that just seems – it mm. seems somewhat low for the millions that this game yeah. is going to make at the anticipation right that's been built up for the past, what, 10-plus years of this game. Oh, when's it come out? Do we know what the date is when it drops? Do we know? Still, I think it's 2025. But okay. uh, they okay. also have – Once they get all these contracts done. Yeah, they also have announced uh, the voices that are going to be involved with the game. So, calling games will be Herb Street and Fowler. They will be in the game. They will be calling the games. Our, our buddy mm. David Pollock is going to be – Featured in the nice. game, Jesse Palmer Can I hear is that voice back, game. Georgia fans. Yeah, Kevin Connors cool. is going to be in the game. So uh, a lot of the guys who are going to be uh, Desmond Howard. So a lot of the official EA partners are calling themselves now. They announced today that they're going to be a part of the game and be voices in the game as well. That's cool. Uh, a variety of broadcasters and input into the game, and that's all cool. Listen, it has to feel as real as possible. Um, and I think college football fans are going to dig it. I really do. And I'm going to – I can't wait to play it, I, I, honestly. Right. I, it's one of those games that went away. If you never played it before, you, fans are going to be reintroduced to this. I think people will love it. All right, one more quick one here, guys. Uh, we remember how popular The Last Dance was in 2020. Wasn't a lot of sports going around, but the 10-part documentary of Michael Jordan, revolutionary, was an amazing, amazing piece of work. Well, coming to an Australian city near you, the No Bull Tour featuring Horace Grant, Luke Longley, and Scottie Pippen as they seek to set the record straight on what they feel the documentary got incorrect. This is Horace wow, Grant. Wow, Scottie's going to do that? That's beneath Scottie Pippen. This is, is Horace Grant. That's very beneath right Scottie Pippen. Is it? Come on. Is it? Man, he's still in his bag over that. Like, if Scottie Pippen doesn't tap out in the garden when they put the playbook for cool coach, none of this matters. But Scottie still got this rep that he was just a B at times, despite being one of the great defensive players in the league and not just a, not just the Robin to Michael's Batman. But he makes it, he creates these situations by further, don't you feel reinforcing what people think about him? Yeah. By going on a tour in Australia to speak about how much you hate Michael Jordan. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the tour? What's it called? It's what's called, it called the No Bull Tour, and this is Horace Grant doing a little preview of it right here. I speak my mind. It's all bull. Come on. And Come it's going to be a no bull tour. Uh-huh. Um, you know, a lot of people really want to ask us questions about that um, that bull documentary. But um, <laughs> it started. Just uh-huh. come out and uh, get the tickets and uh, you hear a lot. Well, wow, you guys are really selling me on it, Carl. That sounds like you guys are wordsmiths. Can't wait to the hear no this bull breakdown. Tour much, coming to an Australian how much are the, how much are the tickets? How much bull are the tickets? <laughs> I don't know. That's the question. What are we talking about, $20? I got to pay $100 to get in this thing and hear them tell and rehash stories? Crikey, Carl, the sidecar motorcycle race has been canceled. Let's go see the no bull tour. <laughs> What the who's paying for that? I uh and by the I, way, when they're gonna rope Bill Cartwright in, I'm sure he's got some things to add to this. Cart Cart is chilling. <laughs> Bill Cartwright's like oh, I'm good. We'll produce I, uh, the only thing I can guys, see yeah. The only thing I can see when you played that sound uh, from those guys is you remember when they, they'd hand Michael Jordan like the, the, the tablet and they'd show him yes. video from other people and how he'd start laughing? laughing? That's the only thing I can think of when somebody just showed him that. Hey, they got a no bull tour and, and Mike Jordan is just laughing his butt off at right. this. 
Yeah, so there we go, guys. Coming to an Australian city, sponsored by the National Basketball League of Australia, the No Bull Tour with Luke Longley, wow. Horace Grant, and Scotty. Question Long. for Scotty Pippen. Yes, uh, what, how'd you feel about Michael Jordan's son giving your wife okay. the business? Uh, next question. <laughs> next question. No comment, sir. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to hit my music. <laughs> Crikey. It is true, though. It is kind of true. I believe that uh, Michael Jordan's kid gave her a Vegemite sandwich, Kyle. Next question. <laughs> All right, coming up, he wants to be the voice of change, and I think he could be. We're going to tell you who we're talking about. We're live in Douglasville, guys, at Hooters. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 